wow. <laughs> hey! <laughs> no. It's been a while. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It has. It has. Yeah. It's also been a while it's since been... we've been here. Uh, we missed last week. Sorry, guys. Whoops! Wait, we're recording? Oh, shit. Whoopsie! Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Sup? Whoops. Were you uh, late to the party? Hi. I was, I was, I was ready. Were like, you? I was totally. Not totally on your phone? Ready. You were so ready. So you I was born asshole. ready. I was born ready. Were you? With your phone. With your phone, even though they weren't around at that time, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it was a rotary phone in 1986, so you know. Those gigantic fucking honkers. Yeah. Oh, that would not be fun. Give birth to a child honkers. and that. <laughs> honkers. Yeah. That's all I got from that. Don't worry about honkers. it. Honkers. <laughs> honkers. Honkers. Yeah, so just fixate on that word. It's fine. Indeedy. Indeedy. So, uh, yeah, I guess the. If, if you've uh, you're, if you're here for the honkers, you know what you've come for. <laughs> damn right, damn right. You know who you are. You know who you are. You know who we are. Do you they... know why you're here. But if this is your first time, welcome to uh, We're Your Friends podcast. Uh, we're just uh, three bunch of artists from Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Three honkers. Three, three honkers. honkers, Ontario. Yeah, man. <laughs> God damn it, artists. <laughs> We do. We, uh, we fill your hour with uh, entertainment and a little bit of education, a little bit on the side, you know, like the coleslaw. I would uh, say less of a coleslaw, more of a dinner mint. No. <laughs> 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 but you're getting a big Sunday of entertainment. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Then you get like Wonderful. that little shitty mint at the end. Yeah. But like, like this is information. Didn't care for that. Yeah. But it, it's a nugget of knowledge, right? Like, you can take it away. A and nugget of also, you can like, dissect the stupidity and be like oh that's what they were talking about oh i get it now oh the, the themes beneath the themes and oh, all see. that stuff you know it's we're, not that deep we're deep <laughs> we're deep maybe no no don't, no 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 i'm, I'm not try- gonna do I'm it trying so hard. don't 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 <laughs> say it don't I'm... don't say any of it oh. don't go there well we're well, not taking that path well, no! Toby, what were you going to say? Don't ever say the word deep again. Oh. 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 <laughs> I see. Okay. Alvaro was in the outside looking in on that particular conversation yeah. there. Yeah. yeah. A little bit. A little bit. I was like, wait, what's the issue? I don't know. I don't know what the word deep. I don't know. That was like holding in a fart in an elevator. I saw your face and you're like, I was like, oh, man. I held mine and I was like, oh, he's, he's about to blow up the yeah. seams. <laughs> true. Very true. Very true. I mean, I don't know. Like, I guess you could find, you could find uh, wisdom in anything. I like we're holding back right? as if like you know? we've, we've always held back on any of these conversations. No, we really, no, we really but haven't. But I should, I really should reel myself in because I do make a lot of sex jokes. So. <laughs> Wait, yeah, like, um, what's, what's, did. If, if we had a drinking game. Dicks. How how many times if if you said dicks yeah if I make a uh, <laughs> if I make a dick joke of any sort okay or a dick statement Refer- a reference, or a dick statement reference to a penis yeah if yeah, I a reference, reference a penis in okay. any way take yeah. a shot take a shot you'll be yeah. drunk within five minutes if Alvaro tries to bring up this thing that we don't talk about oh well, if any time yeah. you hear yeah. Wari, uh, yeah. Waluigi going wah yeah that's, take, take a shot. A shot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what about for your sketch? Well, at the end no of the idea. day, 
Oh. <laughs> essentially. <laughs> essentially. Essentially. Is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, no. no. But you do say essentially a lot. Essentially? Essentially. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, there you go. Take yeah. a shot. Then, then take a shot. You take a shot. Take a shot. You'd be yeah. fucking drunk. Um, so drunk. <laughs> every every time I leave, I leave Toby like befuddled and angry. Or, oh, we're not oh, even no. gonna count that. That's not fair. Disappointed. That's, that's not fair. Is. That's not a fair one. No, that's not a fair one to the viewers. Like what is that? Like we don't want to kill drunk? them. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's Wait, alcohol poison. Yeah. Just are like, you saying you're in a more, con- that, that's more enabling than it is like? Are you saying yeah. you're in a constant state of disappointment with what I've become, with what yes. I am? I actually think that's like a widely known thing. Like yeah. that's like a world. Interesting. Kn- like I think everyone in the world knows that. Mm. Yeah. Actually. Speaking of a drinking game, mm. do you guys remember My Immortal? No. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, yes, so, that was the Twilight uh, fanfic, wasn't it? No, it was Harry Potter fanfiction. Right. Okay. Uh, Sorry. So for for Sketch and mm. for all of our listeners who do not know, uh, My Immortal was a Harry Potter fanfiction written back in the early 2000s uh, that made all the characters goth. And okay. it was really, really, really <laughs> badly written. And there is a drinking game for it that oh. actually came with a warning not to play it because you might get alcohol poisoning because wow. it was so bad. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I guess, I don't know. I mean, someone had to think it was a good fan fiction. <laughs> you know, Beauty's in the High of the Beholder or some mm. shit like that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. wow. You just had to be at the right age for it, you know, to be like, to to accept it as like say you don't know enough and this is your first one and you're like you're just falling in love and stuff like that you know uh, <laughs> I don't know that, like I just it's an entry level right kind of thing right like you don't know what wait good so you're saying is. like not even as an entry I played the drinking game with Sunny D because I wasn't drinking age yeah. yet yeah and I threw up wow within like that is two chapters so cute yeah <laughs> I was doing like Sunny shots D. of Sunny D <laughs> <laughs> like, like did you end up with Sunny D because you guys were so excited about? I'm picturing it now. You guys are so excited. Yeah. You you were like, we gotta get a drink. Well, we yeah. can't drink alcohol. So then we rush to the we rush to the to the fridge, and you're like, well, we got we got purple stuff. We got apple juice. We got purple stuff, and we got Sunny D. Well, kind of. <laughs> it was more. You need a drink that's going to punish you if you drink too oh, much of it. Yeah. And Sunny D is not a drink that you can have a lot of. You I miss Sunny, Sunny D. D. No oh. lie. I, I kind of want to buy one now. You know, yeah, same. I, I remember <laughs> when Sunny D came out and I was like, I was like, oh man, mom, you got to get Sunny D. And she was like, she just looked at it and was like, this is fucking sugar. No. Yeah. Right it's like no sugar way. in a jug. It's just sugar. Yeah. No, you're not, you're not drinking this. I was and, like, uh, what? What's wrong? Yeah. And, you know, looking back at it. Thanks, mom. Actually, you know, good yeah. looking out. My mom regulated for stuff like that. Like, didn't yeah. like give you a lot of it. She'll just give us like one jug for like a month or a month or two months or something. Like it. Yeah. They made drinks like that special. We didn't mm-hmm. have it all the time, but every now and then we'll have it, and I enjoyed it every time. Yeah, it's... we used to have it at Boys and Girls Club because it was cheap. <laughs> <laughs> oh it was either God. that or tap water. Wow. You got one of the two. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. it's weird, though, because, like, fuck, one, one thing I would, if I could travel back in time to tell myself something is, like, I fucking turn back time <laughs> if I could away. We got, we got some lightning in here as well. <laughs> but, no, like, I think one of the things would be, like, to, to teenage Alvaro, hey, man, fall in love with water. Like, yeah. that puts you ahead so much in yeah. life. You know what I mean? Because as a kid, I fucking loved, like, soda. 
Yeah. You know? And in South America, any South American listeners know, we love our soda pop mm. in South America. And to a dangerous degree. Yeah. It, it's bad. You know, like, as great as it tastes then, it's not it's not good. Right? Like, obviously in moderation, you know, half a soda. Like, oh, I mean, good, like... Right? That's not going to kill you. I think I only started, like, liking drinking water when I was, like, in... Like, well past college. Yeah, yeah, same. But I just had nothing but coffee or Coca-Cola. Right? Yeah. That was Coca-Cola. <laughs> That's it. I just drank that all day, every day. Well, didn't someone say, like, when I was in high school, I thought that, like, alcohol was the adult drink. And then when I was in college, I thought that coffee was the adult drink. And now <laughs> that I'm an adult, I realize that water is the adult drink. Yeah. <laughs> 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 You know, You're like, yeah, actually. Toby, that is, yeah, that is If you exactly could insert it. a slow clap for me instead of me actually doing a slow clap. Oh, good. My slow clap processor made it into this thing. You know, That's I went, good. today, yeah. I went to Burger King, got a disgusting burger, mm-hmm. I got the chicken big, nuggets on it. The Big uh, Mac? No, it was like the Texas something oh, burger, how, how whatever, sla- uh, slamber, I don't know what the fuck The Southwestern. Southwestern, yeah yeah, 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 I had that. How do you know that? Um, I just go, I just like pointed that? and I was like, "Give me that." <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll that looks that disgusting. <laughs> Give me that. That looks like a disaster. I want it in my stomach. And like, I, yeah. I, I eat so terribly nowadays. That I even today for lunch, I had that for dinner. For lunch, I was at Burger Priest and I got like that yes. fucking ugh, damn, oh. nice. just another disgusting burger. But like, so yeah, my thing was, I was like. No, I'm not going to, you know, I'm eating something disgusting and I'm like, you don't need soda. You know what? I'm just going to get these two and I'm going to drink water when I get home. Like I'm being responsible or some stupid shit. Yeah, okay. Like that's my version of Diet Coke. You know? Yeah. I'll drink water. You know what though? It does kind of help. Like, uh. That's it. A little bit. No. A little bit. I think so. I don't know. That's just might be me. Because I do order like, say, I've ordered like Popeyes and gotten water bottle. I just I yeah you don't don't feel as gross that that thing is very right like Mm -hmm. I love water I actually do like Mm -hmm. water yeah Yeah. and like if if you're a younger listener like uh, start liking water now you can just like water just because someone tells you to I don't know I'm just saying like (laughs) hey hey look at me like water water is your friend as Toby drinks his look at me dead in the eye right now and say you're gonna have water I think it's like. Ladies and gentlemen. Portuguese water. Luso, Toby, would you want to? Yeah, be, this, is a, this is Portuguese water. Would you would like to do an advertisement uh, for Luso? Uh, no. Luso, my weight. Okay. All right. Fuck. That's uh. All right. Uh, <laughs> Not my best work, but. Uh, <laughs> oh boy. I'm done. Ooh. Done. Uh, Professionally. Ghibli. Personally. Oh my god. You and me uh, were done professionally. We're done professionally. <laughs> wow. I was you fuck. looking at the lights. <laughs> <laughs> so so this uh this episode is sponsored by Luso Water. Um Don't Luso Water. Don't Luso Water. <laughs> <laughs> Does it taste like fish, Toby? Um yeah, it tastes like codfish. Mm, there you go. Codfish Yummy! And, codfish and rotisserie chicken. That's right. <laughs> uh, and those little potatoes. What are those? What were those little potatoes? I don't fucking know. 
So for the two left people that are listening to this podcast, because you're so off topic. So off topic. So it's been about 12 minutes in. It's fine. What are we talking about today? Uh, Toby, would you like to take this? Does anybody want Okay. Uh, want me to also do like a quick little description? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Hell okay. Yes, exactly. All right. So today we're doing outsider art. And uh, for those Oh, hey, what does that mean? I'm so happy that you asked. Uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> but Toby, oh, what does it oh, mean? Oh, I'm so happy you asked. Oh, I have it written down because I'm terrible. Oh, boy. Uh, so, here's a little lesson for you, kids. How, how many minutes we got of this shit? Oh, yeah, Forever. So, oh, fuck me. Forever. <laughs> um, 47 minutes. Oh. So, I right, oh, check this. Shit. All right, there was this French guy. All right, yeah, named Jean de, F- Buff- de Buffet. De Buffet. De Buffet. Oh shit! Did he Some eat a lot? Like that? Oh yeah. The motherfucker. He, he, he ate everything. Shit. He like he like the whole world was the buffet. Yes, yeah, so they kicked him outside. and He made art out there. Oh shit! <laughs> Damn. Oh shit! That's he, a that's yo, a hustler right there. That's a hustler. Somebody, that's a hustler somebody, right there. Somebody like that would make art in their toilet. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This man like makes mm. art everywhere. You know what I'm saying? And he hustles. It's like a, it's like <laughs> a, a shot, it's like a shotgun, right? Just like shotgun to the shotgun, wall. Shotgun, bam! What's up with that thing? <laughs> so, okay, 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 okay. Um, <laughs> we're being students. We're being students. Yeah, yes, we, yeah. we can't be. Mean so, students. um, so this guy was like, mm. "Yo, I, I'm gonna. There's this art movement that I'm gonna call art brute, which basically means like rough or like, oh, you know." When was this? Was it rough Brute? raw art? Uh, it was like the 1970s or 60s or something oh. that he originally came up with this. Nice. And then in uh, the, in 1972, Roger Cardinal, who was a psych nah, art historian, he yeah. was an art historian. He was like, "I'm going to call this outsider art because <laughs> raw art is kind of weird, and so is rough art." I'm going to so, raw dog it and yeah. bring my rough art. To yeah, so let's change that. <laughs> oh, I some... really love that name. But raw art. Yeah, or yeah. like, or like brute. Is it? Yeah, brute. brute. That yeah. sounds okay. fucking awesome. Art brute. Remember if, if we call the new thing like neo brute, yeah. neo brute. Oh. Yo, what? Neo brute. Yo. Yo. <laughs> I love this. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of actually like that a lot more. A two e two brute. So A2 raw brute? art. Yeah, and then it turns into they they now coin it as outsider art. Yes. But what, pray tell, is outsider art? So, um, Roger basically, I'm calling him by his first name because we're, you know. Um, so, my boy Roger, all right, has... Spam. <laughs> not that Roger. Screw you, I'm Kevin Bacon. <laughs> so, my boy Roger has four points that kind of encompass outsider art, okay. which is um, innocent pictorial influence. Uh, basically, like they don't have influences of, you know, other the, like traditional, traditional yeah. art yeah. Uh, stuff. Uh, they are socially non-conforming. Uh, they're non-tutored, and they don't create to cater to an audience. Mm. Um, having said this, a lot of children and neurodivergent or mentally ill people do fall under the uh, outsider art category. However. Just because you are young or you're neurodivergent or mentally ill does not mean that you are necessarily an art center artist. Mm, so that's a great distinction. you are not synonymous, right? That's a great distinction, yeah. Um, and then uh, Jean de Pauvet himself 
uh, said that it is of the insane and others at the margins of society. Um, and a lot of outsider artists do not consider themselves to be outsider artists, mm-hmm. and they it cannot be replicated. Like, you can't mm. be like, I'm going to make some outsider art. Mm. And then, you know, fucking, <laughs> it's not a style that you yeah, just, like, Yeah, you can't just, like, shit on a canvas and be like, I'm an outsider artist. Yeah, Rrr, no, that's called abstract art. It, it, that's called contemporary yeah. art. Yeah, and it's, 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 it's like, good. The people will decide what it is. Yeah, yeah, and and it's not weird uh, for the sake of being weird, you know. It's it's just a pure expression. I I was born this way. (laughs) Did I say you? (laughs) I've been compared to a modern art masterpiece in terms of like being a a walking disaster. So just that I agree with. Okay, yeah, yeah, fair enough. enough. So there you go. That's the the of outsider art. That's really fascinating. Yeah, that is cool, though. Uh, so, like, this was a time. This was <laughs> a time before. This was a time before the internet, too. Yes. which is really interesting. Way, 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 yeah. way back. So you got to imagine that, like, Paris, New York, London mm-hmm. were kind of like central hubs of culture, mm-hmm. right? At these times, and they would almost be like the ones to those places would have the people would really critique something as you know outsider art you know but but to that degree i do feel like across the globe there has always been outliers in in all kind of art you know uh across the globe well that's Um, the thing like you can't like it's interesting because you know if you look at some of this art Mm -hmm. it it you know it looks like it either looks nonsensical or a person that can't draw is drawing or a person that like I mean, some did, like, saw an alien and was like, "Yeah, I'm just trying to depict what I saw for the last 40 years or something like that. And just, like, mm-hmm. thousands, hundreds of, like, drawings of just trying to show what he saw. And he lost his mind, kind of, you know, pretty much. And, like, that attitude of... That, that versus, like, an abstract artist. Like, the, I, the concepts are very different because yeah. abstract is, like, trying to communicate with you through color and shapes mm-hmm. and in a, in a way that you're not uh you're not used to seeing it's trying to get you like your primal instinct of shapes colors and and light and and dark so mm-hmm. but like with with outsider art it's almost like you're it's almost like this person is either it's either disabled mentally disabled or something but is is can align their brain for this one particular task Mm -hmm. and it's beautiful that's how i kind of portrayed it uh, how i kind of saw it Mm -hmm. and in a sense of like like amidst all of the stuff they are there there's this thing that they can't seem to stop doing and it's beautiful you know you can kind of appreciate the the work that they're producing in a way you'd kind of describe it as and i think you mentioned this earlier as well uh in our pre-conversation for this episode that these artists as well aren't trying to make art to sell right yeah no and 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 uh, and more often than not the way they're being discovered is they're at like a care what do you call those places um like like inpatient care yeah kind of stuff and it's like you know you have like the caregiver that's like they're helping the you know um the individual and 
they're seeing the stuff that you know they'll, they'll end up with like a paper and then a pencil and then they start making stuff and you're going whoa like they're really into it but mm-hmm. first it's more like they're into it and then you start seeing like they're developing something big and then you just next thing you know they're sharing it to like other people and then there's like another artist you know aficionado or or some kind of like you know like art appraiser or something like that and it's like this mm-hmm. guy's got something and then they like <laughs> become like Maybe it's kind of wild how yeah. it gets there right yeah. right because like it's because like, they're not they're not out there seeking to be an artist yeah. they're just making stuff you'd yeah. almost say like the abstract artist is very much conscious of what they're doing yeah you know because i believe and i and and these are one of the reasons why i do believe it's our primal it's one of our like basic human like need mm-hmm. is to create like communicate through creation you know like mm-hmm. art or something and music m- or something. music movies um art like illustration mm-hmm. painting yeah you know, all, all these kind of ways of doing it mm-hmm. um so what are if some people might be like okay so who who is an outside artist like do we know any famous ones we do. We do. Yes, what? we actually talked about one oh, before what? on one of our earlier episodes. Oh, um, look at that, James James Hampton, James Hampton, the guy who made the throne. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, um, for those oh, who don't remember, yes, yes. Uh, the full name of the throne was the throne of the third heaven of the nation's millennium general assembly, and that was by James Hampton, who was the guy who collected all those pieces of foil. And, and like metal and stuff and made this huge throne and it was only discovered after he died in a storage unit. Yeah. Can you imagine yeah. going around the city looking for foils that comes out of cigarette packets just everywhere Yeah, and he made something beautiful out of it and he couldn't help it. Like yeah. he had to do it. Mm-hmm. Right? So it's genius. Where is the throne? Uh, currently, it is in an art museum. Yeah, wow. isn't it? Isn't yeah. it in? Um, yeah, it's in. Um, yeah, I forget MoMA? which one. <sighs> no, not MoMA. Mm. I think it's in. It's in the states somewhere. But yeah, it, it's. I forgot what it's called. Yeah, it's one of the. It's more a museum. Ones. It's in. A, it's in a major. Like it's not an kind of like in an art museum. Um, uh, I forgot not what it's the, called. Not the Smithsonian. Smithsonian. Really? Yeah, I think it's in a Smithsonian. Oh wow! I could have sworn. I didn't realize it was in the Smithsonian. Is that so? Smithsonian. 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 While you guys are looking that up, there's another famous one that people have actually probably heard of. Uh, Henry Darger. 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 Grr. Uh So he made the Vivian Darger. Girls. Um, Yes, that's the Is it in the Smithsonian? Where is it? Yeah, Smithsonian. That's it. Wow. The Smithsonian. Because I remember. Wait. This is not just one. Oh, no, no. It's a whole room full of it. It's fucking crazy. That's a whole garage full of it. It was crazy. Oh, my goodness. It's not just the throne. It's like insane amount of work. Yeah. Yeah. Not to mention, these look like ancient kind of throne so like yeah they almost like mayan right yeah yeah in say, design it's it's beautiful. insane it's almost like his mind was like back in some other age you know yeah. like it's, there's a whole narrative wow. yeah he like had he had whole... an entire thing yeah it's fucking cool the I throne will, was for uh... someone yeah and he was waiting for that person to, that was like the whole thing yeah so yeah he's probably the most <laughs> well-known him and and the gentleman i just mentioned henry darger darger yeah. um <clears throat> He illustrated a series of 
I think it was like books or pictures called the Vivian Girls. Um, yes. Yeah, and he purposely it was like a like a Narnia sort of adventure thing, but a lot more violent. Mm. Um, and he yay violence yay. Oh. Very Zoomer type. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, and they were only discovered because when he died, he was like, yo, destroy these. And I think it was like his landlord was like, no. Whoa. This is amazing. I'm not destroying it. Whoa. Uh, and yeah, he like he had this whole narrative in his head about these adventures. And he specifically made it about girls because in his opinion, like girls are stronger. He's like, they are the ultimate form of strength. Wow. Like, okay. <laughs> wow. That's... That's awesome. Yeah, so he like would like <laughs> trace cool. magazine pictures and like freehand pictures yeah. and do like co- like collaging and it was it was nanners. Man, nanners. Nanners, dude. <laughs> so, nanners. <laughs> what about any um any known anybody in film that we know who's like considered an outsider? Like I was saying Tommy Wiseau is. Yeah, I was gonna ask, is Tommy also an outsider artist? I, I don't think so. No. no? Oh right, because I, I guess so. Prophet was on his mind and he yeah. was trying to create foreign Wait, audience. Hold up. I don't think it was though. Because he wanted to make a movie for the sake of making a movie. Because he he really believed in it. But 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 know? also like but also like you could make just mm. bad art that turned out good. Like Yeah. Like mm. it's not the style, it's not it's it's a type of person that can carry outside mm-hmm. of art. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. I mean, this guy, this guy like paid every equipment. Yeah. yeah. And wanted everything, either in 4K and standard, different cameras to mm-hmm. make his movie. Yeah. That's not really, uh, you know, and mm-hmm. outsider art isn't about like, because cause film, more often than not, you make that It'll, for money. Interestingly yeah. enough, actually, <clears throat> I was at the uh, Toronto Art uh, Arts Image Society mm. uh, Festival this weekend, seeing a, a short film my sister made. Oh, uh, thanks for like, inviting us. It was a uh, no. I was probably busy anyway. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. I, I probably was like I, I have too much things to do. Yeah, we were probably at like a movie premiere or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some important. Yeah, that hanging we out with make. anyways. It know, is what Kate it is. Winslet. I'm not heartbroken about it. <laughs> Okay. Anyway, you didn't hurt my feelings. My point is the uh, the group there uh, actually provides these artists with different means and funds uh, to create these short movies. Some yeah. of them were like a five minute narratives, and they mm-hmm. told a really big, expensive story. Some of them were like uh, forty five seconds. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, and it was really interesting to see uh, these different ways of animating. Some were puppets, some were claymation, some were uh, drawn, mm-hmm. some were. Uh, pseudo kind of live action rotoscope. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, so you definitely, I definitely saw a lot of uh, it, like really interesting uh, pieces there as well. Uh, some of them were like dream, dreamlike scapes. Yeah. You know, mm. very disjointed. You know, um, possibly what they were kind of feeling. You know, uh, like the ones where you're like, oh, I don't really understand the narrative as well. I can, I feel like those were definitely. Outsider arts, more like uh, visceral, mm-hmm. visceral expressions. You know. Yeah. You know. I, I guess. Yeah, like I remember the video um, I showed to you, to you guys. Um, I don't know why I just gestured with my hand as if the audience can see me pointing to the two of you, but whatever. <laughs> um, uh, there's an old Russian couple who are animating mm. a stop motion. That's right. Yeah. Oh, you know what's crazy? It was yes. like and I... he refuses any money. Yeah. 
I ended up like being so obsessed about that that yeah. I was like watching how they did it. And then there's a five minute video of like the first clip of of that. Yeah, what they have been like some of what they have finished. Absolutely fucking insane. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It is insane. I was like, have, have we linked that yet on our Discord? Because people need to see. I, that, I right? I'll, I'll post we'll the, the yeah. thing. Yeah, because yeah. that thing is really um, really cool. But yeah, so they're they're just this couple who have taken like what was like twenty five years. To 40 years, I think? Was it 40? It's, it's way more. Oh, yeah, yeah no, 40s. you're right. It's 40. It's 40. Yeah, so 40 years, and they're in their 80s now, and they've accepted that they'll probably never finish it, but yeah. they're still working on it. <laughs> I and was like, that's... how are you making money with all this equipment? Yeah. And yeah, no, I found out, like, they, they make commercials, they make other exactly. stuff. They make other short films. They get paid to do that, so they could keep doing this one. Yeah, and you're like, what? Like, if that Whoa. film isn't an example of filmmakers doing outsider art, then mm. I don't know what is because they're not even sure if they're going to be able to finish it. Okay, well, yeah. there's no market. They're possessed. For it. They don't care. Yeah. yeah, it's almost like they're just like stuck in a loop. Like they can't. Because what happens is like they'll he'll find something new. To, to, to like he'll learn something new that he could do with this animation yeah. and then he'll do everything else that he's done already like he'll redo all the other stuff yeah. for this new style this new, not style but like yeah. this new thing that he learned he'll up, reapply it to the other ones which wow. sometimes means you have to reanimate oh, everything yeah. fucking insane yeah. and their process genius it's, it's genius there's fantastic. a thing in it where she the, what the character like rolls the blanket over you could see the traces of the arm in the blanket. Insane. Insanity. Yeah. Who? Why would you do this? <laughs> Passion. Insane. Passion and the pure love of creating. I was gonna ask. So I'm trying to think of movie directors who would. Be... Okay, before we pass, I just have to say one more thing. Oh. These people are no slouch. People like fucking Hayao Miyazaki and like all these like Disney animators. They adore him. Like this yeah. person's not a shitty artist. This guy's a genius. Actually, the the couple is a genius. The wife yeah. and the, they're both amazing animators. So mm -hmm. it's not like people didn't want them to finish the movie and then like did. People have been coming up to their place and trying to pay them to get this film done, fund it for no for nothing. And he keeps and they no. refuse. <laughs> yeah, because they don't want any other influences. Money will. Yeah. I mean, I totally understand that because money will license them to to influence the film and they don't want any of that yeah so anyway yeah i just want to clear it that's, this person's like an actual genius that's a good point but no i was trying to think of some uh some movie directors who might have started as outsiders uh <clears throat> in terms um, of their film careers and w would kevin smith clerks no 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 definitely no, no. Not. no see <laughs> i think i think what you're missing is it's not yeah. about the output yeah. it's not it's not it's not what comes out in the art it's yeah. it's 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 what a person's possessed to right. do Mm -hmm. It's because you and me will have a conversation. These people, they yeah. cannot explain why they're why what they're creating. It, it, there's they no just, beginning they and just end. Do. Yeah. When you make an art piece, yeah. you're creating a character with a person and a body or whatever, right? Yeah. They don't care about any of that. Yeah. yeah, they see something, they make it, and you're going, "I don't get." Uh, this is what they saw, and they drew it. Public Picasso wanted to change what he saw and reimagine it for you to see it. Mm -hmm. There's a person who viscerally just did it. And then the other person is sees exactly and can actually do that exact image, but then chooses to do something else. Yeah. An outsider art person, you are seeing exactly how they depict the world. Yeah. Yeah. And they're telling to you, 
This is a just jumble of lines, and that person's going, I'm trying to tell you something. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a whole... This is why I'm saying Wazo, all those people, they don't... It's not like that at all. That's yeah. a whole other world and other understanding that we might not understand wholly, but this is the only way we can understand mm-hmm. is through the work that they're putting out. It's almost... Uh, it's a, it almost isolates the viewer. Yes. Yeah, because the viewer doesn't matter. It's not about the viewer. In some ways, the the term outsider is like a is two ways. You're on they're the on outside. the they're on the outside yeah. in 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 the industry. But you, as but a you as a viewer, you're on the outside looking into their world. Yeah, that, and you that, won't be able good. to get it. No, I think that's I really what's like so that. great yeah. about outsider art. It's yeah. like real. It's like real, like like mind to paper mm-hmm. stuff that you're like I can't even. I imagine like imagine like um, Space Odyssey when they're seeing the lights. Yeah. Yeah. You can't comprehend what you're seeing. It's kind of like that. Because like you bring up a good point there with like Kubrick, right? And obviously Kubrick is very analytical in one aspect, but also he was kind of isolating in a way. Like mm-hmm. he did make choices that were like, but why did he do that? I'm not gonna tell you. You know, um, and yeah. you, you do get certain artists like that in music and in movies. And yeah, I think, but they're more like the Picassos of. I think so. Yeah. You know? But 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 again, but that's <laughs> what's so great about like outsider art. Like you can you can, when you see that, you can apply it to. You will never be an outsider artist, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. That's kind of the thing that you have to come to terms with. It is not about that, but you can learn from what they're doing, yeah. which yeah. is shoot from the fucking hip. Yeah. Just draw just paint just do something well i mean mm-hmm. you guys remember that that one trip we had uh like i was uh the the, the day i cried over a pencil you oh, thought you were trip. a pencil that trip you thought you were a pencil i thought i was a pencil? you thought you were a pencil and oh. then the pencil ran out and then you, then you started crying because you felt like love had left you fuck wow yes okay well but the point is i still have <laughs> and then you started covering yourself in the lead i remember this very clearly yeah yeah listen my point is though uh that sketchbook is filled with a lot of things that just came from my head mm-hmm. yeah. you know those yeah are, yeah those yeah like just yeah, you break yeah. The imagine that yeah imagine that images. these people yeah. Yeah. live that yeah yeah how fucking wild is that yeah. that's right fucking, that's, that's so visceral that's yeah. so like real and yeah. raw yeah right yeah it was just like images coming into my head and i was just like oh fuck mm-hmm. i gotta gotta get these out yeah you know? and, and I, I i feel like i need to to mention very quickly um just to clarify just because there is an outsider artist does not necessarily mean they are neurodivergent or mentally ill mm-hmm. um uh, again those are not synonymous uh you don't have to be mentally ill to be a, an right. outsider artist right uh so when we are talking about outsider artists, um, there are quite a few that, you know, are neurotypical. So just had to clarify that because, mm-hmm. you know, that wasn't necessarily no. clear. Earlier. Yeah, no, that's a, good, that's a really good point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like there is one dude, I'm, he's, he used to be a banker and he quit because he's like, I just want to do art. And he's using like a toy fence to like create straight lines because that's what he had laying around Whoa. and like he, he just needed to create so badly that he just grabs whatever's near him and he just creates Whoa. and yeah like as far as he knows because he's never been tested for anything he's neurotypical like oh. but he just really wants to create and so he is no longer a banker I, I, think, <laughs> I think a sketch was saying earlier you know i think maybe creating is a primal aspect of our of yeah our design 
Yeah, well, that's what it is. It's yeah. it's that Hell, primal part yeah. of you coming out yeah. and taking over. And you grow up and you get wrong. really wound up in life about like living a normal life and being normal, and you worry yeah. so much about what other people think. This is about doing literally completely unhinged and just doing whatever you want to do, which yeah. is honestly, I found from other people, it's a lot harder. To just be normal and not think about another human being going, what do they think about it? Da, 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 da. Which, like yeah. nowadays, like it drives me crazy when a person says that, and you're going, so really, you don't. You, when you say you don't give a shit, you really do give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> like think, there's think, like a level of it, like a level of tolerance, you know. I think to be like, oh, I don't give a fuck, is such an easy thing to say. It's hard to live <clears> up to that. It's, yeah, it's hard to actually yeah. mean it. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Like. Because uh, to a certain degree, you will be isolated. Like, you have yeah. to understand the yeah. consequences yeah. of not giving a fuck. Yeah. Guess what? Nobody gives a fuck about you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it, well. it's not necessarily... I, I think the people that are very true to that I don't give a fuck are the mm. people that are comfortable with that isolation. Mm. Um, they're the people that are that don't necessarily say, I don't give a fuck. They say, I don't need anyone. Mm-hmm. And that's when you're like, okay, yeah, no, you really don't get it. Okay, I'm kind of reaching Sketch. that yeah, point. Yeah, I, I was gonna way. say, I think you're at that point. Yeah, I'm kind of yeah. getting to that you're, point. You're like, kind of at that point, eh? I, 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 I'm, I'm trying to like, I'm going on a different like journey now in my art that, and and that it's like it's about me being happy. Yeah. And not about what do these people think about my work. Or whatever. Yeah. And the thing is, like, I've never really cared that much about it. I mean, I'm drawing robots and not fan art. Like, yeah. that that yeah. already tells you I'm trying to do something else entirely. <laughs> but, but you're right? happier like that. I cannot see myself do... Every now and then, my brain will go, what if you did fan art again? And I go... <gasps> <laughs> Jesus. That's the funniest <laughs> shit ever. Not it happening. is like not happening, that's yeah. not happening. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't care about other people's characters. I really just I and and it's not even like I want to make a character that everyone will love. Mm-hmm. I just want to make characters. Yeah. yeah, because it's I don't know. I've tried to just do environments or whatever, like whatever shit, and I'm like, no, I want to make a character that I. I myself would be like, I think I did a good job for once because I'm so mm-hmm. overcritical at my work that like, I want to be able to do all the things that I've learned and put it all into one big story and be like, I think I did everything I wanted to do. It's like that thing when you're like trying to leave and you go, did I forget something? Did I forget my, I got my wallets. I got my, it's almost like that. My brain's going, did you put this part? Did you put that story? Did you put that plot that you wanted to do? That's yeah. what I'm trying to do before I start going, which yeah. is like annoying. It's taking me forever to get this book going. So as a, as a conscious <clears throat> artist though, what are you trying to get? What, what are you, what are aspects that you're trying to get from outsider art? You know, it's what are the lessons? You know, yeah. What, I think the lesson uh, for me, anyway, outsider art means. I don't know. When I saw it, it was like watching people do pure joy. Yeah. Like actually, actually have pure joy, doing art. Mm-hmm. And when I saw that, I saw a part of me that was once that happy about it's, art. It's like taking, when I was younger. It's like taking the crayon box, spilling it, and just like. Grabbing. Just starting. Yeah. 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 <laughs> just, just grabbing. Yeah. And just kind of like making whatever you want 
And now that like I can make whatever I want in however format I want it in style, I can do it in 3D if I wanted to. I can mash all of them together. Like my brain was like, let's do whatever <laughs> you want to try. All the things. And I go, yeah, I wanna, I wanna 3D model my character, print it out, and then do work on top. Like I was reading. I was watching this video about Jack Kirby doing like collage painting, collages mm-hmm. on his comics. Mm-hmm. And I was like, let's mash everything. Let's just do something so fucking weird. And for me, like what, what it is like, and it's not even like the idea of weird because I, I use that word too much. The idea is like unhinged creativity. Mm-hmm. Just nothing is wrong let's just try no no yes. wrong answers yeah exactly. and then see what what works and what doesn't work for me not mm-hmm. for other people what what i don't like about I mean, what... in theory you could make a whole comic where each page is drawn in a different medium well not even that like whatever my brain says this yeah. i think this needs this mm-hmm. and then go well, yeah but i'm trying to do a whole system here and like plan it up no just no like planning. let's let's yeah. plan but like the plan is to do everything on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like try something new. Something mm-hmm. I haven't seen before. Or I haven't tried either myself. Or I haven't tried. I've seen anyone else try. Yeah. Right? Because mm-hmm. for me personally. I do 3D and 2D at the same time. And, and I've explored in concept art. And, and tried photo bashing. And all these like new styles. And like you know I've learned so much from uh, videos from Scott Robertson. And when he, the way he gathers stock footage and stock photos is like he just like does weird stuff with cameras mm-hmm. where like you know i tell everybody this all the time it's like he put the camera towards the wall looking up and if there's a window there if you look at it in that perspective the window looks like water right oh, that's cool shit. and you're like change your point of view yeah mm-hmm. because we're normal so we can't we can't right. really throw our brain into like where out of orbit where? and then get something out of that that we're trying to comprehend yeah it's you know, we're, we we live in like a I, good morning and have lunch <laughs> and then do the thing. You know what I mean? Like right. other people don't, you know, don't have to adhere to those sometimes. Right. So I'm like, I'm curious about people that want to try, you know, things in a different angle. That's a good point. You know, that to me is outsider art. It's a whole different angle, but they live it. I was going to yeah. question you calling us normal <laughs> because, I mean, have you met us? I mean. You're 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 a Picasso. What? <clears throat> I might be balding, but <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If anything, yeah. If anything, I'm more normal than you guys. Yeah. Ouch. <laughs> you guys are weird. What? What's you guys are weird. Excuse you, motherfucker. Who, who's weirder, Toby or you? You. Thank you're you. Super weird. Wow. Super super weird. Super. Yeah. Super. Why do you think I keep you around? Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I keep you around so I feel normal. Yeah. Aww. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, <laughs> yeah. thanks, Toby. <laughs> now, are we outsider podcast? No. No? No. Because we're consciously doing a podcast. Yeah. yeah. But we are just doing it. Yeah. I mean, we look at our ratings and stuff, so like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, that's good. <laughs> well, we're still <laughs> okay. waiting on the advertisement from Raid. You know that? Yeah. That podcast money. Which, by the way, this podcast is brought to you by Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> Speaking of sponsors. Blah, 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 blah. Play the game with a code, that's something. With I don't the know. stuff and I all those, those, those I don't know why we. I don't know why we prep all this because like they're going to give us a letter when we have to read that. Oh, that's what's going to happen. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. that's true. But uh, And then we go off script. But Ching, yes. 
Oh yeah, but ching ching, you know. So yeah, uh, so that's why we do it. It's gonna happen. It? It's gonna happen. Oh, I'm sure we're, it will. We're gonna get Toby, advertisers. You you wouldn't do this voluntarily. What raid shadow legends? Oh, I I just meant like spending an hour in a closed room. If we were me. to do no, <laughs> if we were to do if we were to do an advertisement, which advertisement would you be excited to do? Uh the one about the balls. What's that one called? Manscape. Manscape. <laughs> right. Yeah, they are a pretty cool yes. company. Yes. I yeah. was thinking. Uh, what was I thinking? I was thinking of something else. There's Ray Sha- Raycon. Oh man. <laughs> I want ear. I want earbuds. And I heard they're kind of. I don't know. I, I heard, heard they're pretty not great. Yeah, I heard they're not great. I might have just ruined our chances <laughs> ever one day. <laughs> I want to be proven wrong. I want to be proven wrong. Prove me yeah. wrong. Prove yeah. me wrong. Come on. Um, Come on, Ray J. <laughs> you proved Kim wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna use this opportunity to get back on track um, with outsider Please music. Do. Outsider Ooh. music. There we go. There we go. Yes. Yes. Um. So yeah, I I stumbled across outsider music while I was doing research, oh. and uh, Daniel Johnson. Oh my God. Yeah. Yo, yeah. if you want some pretty straightforward lyrics. And some pretty all right music. <laughs> He's your boy. All right. Like his first album was released in 1990, and it's titled 1990 <laughs> because that's the fucking year it was released. And like one of my favorite lines, I forget what song it's on, but he literally the line is, uh, "There's an empty road, but it's not empty anymore because I'm walking on it." So it's and a period you're like, piece. You're like, what? Does Green Day know this? Piece. <laughs> yeah, right? But... I walk along the road. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. Yeah. Maybe uh, they ripped them off. I think <laughs> they so. Ripped them. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like it. But yeah, he's... But at the same time, there's like... A lot of his lyrics are also really harsh. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I believe he's manic. And he uses his, his music to express that and with some of his demos he actually kept in some of the talking he was doing with whoever was in the room when he was recording because he is definitely not professionally set up especially (laughs) in the 1990 album like he is clearly in his living room doing this with like a piano and that's it wow and one of the songs doesn't even have any music in the background it's just him singing without any music you know it's weird uh actually i think I think this guy would actually fall into this category. Uh, have you got, are you guys familiar with B.A. Johnson? Yes. Really? No. Yes. The the Canadian dude? Like, yes. The all is Canada? Yes. Is that is that outsider? Um, Because he's by himself. He takes his clothes off every concert. Um, he talks about Hawk and Cheesies and I, Canada. I, I wouldn't no, really I call him so. outsider. So. No? Because um, he's pretty aware that he has a fan base and he's mm-hmm. pretty, like, involved and, like, this... He this... does know his subs. Yeah, yeah. Like, this apparently, kid, like... Apparently I Hamilton... say kid, but he's an adult. Correct, <laughs> me, correct me if I'm wrong here, but apparently Hamilton is the sub-city of Canada. I wouldn't know. <laughs> The sub city, sub like it's subway What's sandwiches, that? submissives. No, like like submarine. Who's the sandwich? dom? Yeah. Oh, Toronto, 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 Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Suck my dick, Hamilton. Yeah. Uh, oh Scarborough's a switch. Oh my god. Uh, but no, oh the, the, the sub sandwiches apparently they're interesting for it. So yeah, he was pretty conscious about that. So yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, this guy just 
it's just a way for him to deal with right. his uh his feelings and his thoughts it might even be better like doing like you know outsider music musicians to be able to do it now because they just like mm-hmm. put it in like soundcloud or something like that or whatever and just make music exactly you know without even making any sense at all you know they're just like putting audio to a file and play it yeah and you listen to it yeah you know it's weird but i I almost think like some musicians who are well known almost desire to be outsiders mm. in, yeah. a, in a way because they can't they can't go back yeah you know yeah. what you mean like they're they've, they're already the cat's already out of the bag i mean fuck maybe even like a guy like tom waits you know would desire to be like not tom waits to that's kind of the thing right like mm-hmm. it got to the point where like some people were making too much money being outsider artists mm-hmm. and then and then there's like the whole question like why are they outsider artists and then there's like people that buy it mm-hmm. they kind of like fetishize the idea of like they're they're only buying outsider art yeah and 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 the story is sometimes more interesting to them than the art itself yeah they're almost like eroticizing especially those who have mental illness yeah yeah and that's that's kind of weird right like so Mm -hmm. there's like a a slightly darker side to outsider art that is kind of like yeah sad well because like i don't know do you guys remember uh the lead singer uh the uh, lead singer of uh cranberries Mm -hmm. yeah she she passed away like a few years ago and oh she she was she was only like since the first album, she was dealing with a lot of shit. I think yeah. she was like bipolar. And but even Bjork stuff. isn't outsider, right? But yeah. I feel she like makes amazing music. But I bring her up because I feel like one one issue was the popularity. Mm. You know, yeah. like the first album came out, it fucking blew up, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And there's this <clears throat> little band from Ireland. Now they're touring the world, and these expectations, right? Yeah. Not to mention mm-hmm. that she was like a, a lead female singer yeah. in this popular band at a time when. You know, it was such a big deal. It was so cool, so edgy, you know? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, like, it like a mostly whole, male-dominated market. Right. But, like, Hole and No Doubt stood out at those times. Right. Because, yeah. oh, they're the cool chick. Yeah. yeah. So there's this, like, added the weight. female band. Yeah, this added weight and expectation mm-hmm. on it, you know? So, and yeah. there's that, that sense that, like, when you get so big that you can't go back to just making for the sake of making. Of making, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That you're not allowed to do that because you made this film and you have these expectations kind of set on you, mm-hmm. you know? Um, yeah. And, and, and in a way, a restriction mm-hmm. to be more free in the terms of creating. Yeah. You know, like... Uh, and, I, and I think to some degree, we kind of have to hold on to that, right? Mm-hmm. As artists, like, no matter what we put out, we have to hold on to that freedom to say... No, look, today I'm going to do painting. How many years of painting do you have? Uh, today. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fuck it. Whatever, man. You know? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any experience molding? No. No, fuck it. <laughs> yeah. But here it is. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, like, yeah, I did some great illustrations, but here's my moldy man sculpture. Moldy. You know, I've been know. collecting the mold for years. <laughs> you know, but, but you know what I'm saying with that, like that, that ability to say, "Hey, look, I know you loved that thing I did, but here's this thing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. here it is, because yeah. I wanted to do it. Yeah. Well, I think I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the beauty of like being an outsider artist, even when you do get to a certain level of fame, is maintaining that level of like i'm still just going to do it for myself and not pay attention to that sort of thing 
Like, there was a gentleman, uh, I forget his name, and I didn't write it down because I'm terrible, uh, but he had a workplace accident. And he then uh, started painting, just because he could. Mm-hmm. And a lot of his paintings, like, you look at it, you can, like, look at it two ways. Like, mm. either you could look at it in an erotic way, or you could look at it as a representation of living in the South. Like, Whoa. It, it just kind of depends on how you look at it. Like, oh, that's wow. a bird that, that you can see in the South flying over a cotton field. <clears throat> or it's one with her legs spread open. It's one of the two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and... He would get a lot of people asking, like, they, they were doing an interview with him, and he was like, yeah, I get a lot of people asking for my watermelon portraits. Mm. And he's like, but I, if I don't want to paint it, I'm not going to. So, mm-hmm. you know. And, like, he started getting really well known in his area, but it did not phase him. He could not care less. He was <laughs> like, people can ask me for things, but if I don't want to paint it, I'm not going to paint it's it. Almost, it, Hell it yeah. It's almost really, right. really something we got to check ourselves for because like yeah. you know we we can sit here now and say like uh well al are you doing your comic for you or are you doing it for people to read and on on one level i'd say possibly for people to read right like i mm-hmm. can't i can't sit here and be like oh no i'm just making it for me for the sake of doing it yeah like on one hand yeah but on another hand you know i, I do kind of give a fuck yeah, yeah. Like I'll be the first to admit I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and say like oh I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks yeah and that's fine you know um, because on one level I would like my work even if it's hated to be hated you mm-hmm. know what I mean like, yeah like I don't know how do you guys feel about that uh, well your... but what the thing is is like do you want to tell that story yeah because you care about what people think about it yeah or do you want to just tell a story and whether they like it or not. That's up to them. Yeah, I, I think. Right? It's, yeah, I think it's just like I want. Just read it. Just yeah. fucking read it, whether you like it or not. Just yeah. at, at, so long as you. Yeah. Read it. Yeah. And I think it's a totally healthy approach to creating. Like, yeah. you don't have to be, you know, you don't have to take the outsider approach of like I don't care if anybody sees this or not. I'm mm-hmm. not even thinking about that. Yeah. Like I think it's totally fine to have a sort of approach to your art where you're like, I do want to share this with people. Yeah. You know, I don't think that being aware of an audience is a bad thing. Yeah, you can you share, know? but don't expect. Mm. Yeah, share, but don't expect. Yeah. I like that. Like, don't, yeah. Because that that's you're, when it gets is, dangerous. Is that where you're, you're at right now? Yeah. Yeah. I honestly, like, I have stopped predicting what it could, how it could do mm-hmm. if right. I put it out. Right. So, I'm I'm trying to do it one step at a time. I'm but, just trying to get it going. But you do want to, so I can get it done. <laughs> yeah. no, that that shit I can figure out. Future Aaron will figure that out. Yeah. But like yeah. right now, like you know, this is sketch trying to fucking finish something. So, <laughs> where, where are you at? On that, I just like sharing things with people, whether they like it or um, not. Right? Yeah, I mean, my commission work is different. That's just kind of. Right. I don't That's really view job. that as yeah, exactly. That's a job, yeah. right? But, like, for my own stuff, like, I just want to have fun with it. And I just want to, you know, and if, if I share it and people like it, that's cool. But And if they don't like it, that's cool, too. Yeah. I have fun making it. And yeah. I think I'm at that point, yeah. you know, where yeah, I Yeah, because I, I think the biggest fear of putting out my work right now is the fear that I won't be seen. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Because, like, there's so much shit every day. Yeah. Like, every second shit is being pumped out. And yeah. you're just trying to get like a little, like, 
you know, a slight yeah. edge. Because you, you do want to do this for the rest of your life. Right, and, yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. the reality of it is, you know, and I think that that's the huge separation between people like us and between the outsider market is that mm-hmm. we are doing this because we want to do this for the rest of our lives. Like, this is something that we want to do. And and so we, on a level, mm-hmm. we do want to have some of that attention because the attention means people are consuming it. And if people are consuming it, that means we can keep doing it. Yeah. And we don't right. have to, like, resort to having, like, a part-time job at a fucking retail store. <laughs> Um, you know, be nice. Listen, I'm I'm not gonna lie. All right, my job's super nice. Okay, there you go. They might might listen, but having said that, that's not what I want to do with the rest of my life, and I'm and I'm conscious of that. Hmm. Um, whereas like an outsider market, you wouldn't really. That's not something that Hmm. you're thinking of. You know, it's just I'm making this thing. Yeah, you're like I really want to make this thing, and I'm gonna make it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. As far as the process goes, yeah. Exactly. Although I do really think that we, 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 and every artist, like a collective, we should learn from this to kind of embrace that idea to just fucking do it, mm-hmm. even if it's like a bad idea. I don't know, like <laughs> you know what I mean. Like don't yeah. don't uh, don't be like, oh man, this is stupid. You know, like no. let's go for it. You know yeah. What I mean? like, well, uh, I was watching one video of a guy who was he was like, oh, I'm trying to apply some of the things I learned from from like in the same that way we're trying to like mm-hmm. learn from outsider art um and he's like yeah so i'm gonna throw some pastels on here i guess um i'm using red and this like somewhat off white color because those are the colors i have mm-hmm. and i'm like that right there like yeah i'm using these why mm-hmm. because that's what i have and i want to use pastels so i guess i'm using red mm-hmm. like <laughs> yeah like will it look good i don't know i just want to use a pastel yeah like that's and it ended up looking good you know so kind of applying that like no fear you know if i want to do it i'm just going to do it i think that that's a really good thing to take away from that yeah and with that i enjoyed making this podcast did you yeah wow i learned you know i learned a few things about about uh certain uh outsider artists yeah was pretty cool yeah Reminded us of really good yeah. artists that made thrones and stuff. Yeah. Hey, yeah. you know what? Shout outs to, uh, I guess it's Robert on OLA. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yes. guess what? Who's the only motherfucker that's still who's doing it? Yeah. Yeah. Who's doing it? He's still going. Yeah. So shout outs to him. He's good awesome. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's just doing it. So you're killing it, Rob. There killing you go. It. You know, like that, that's, that needs to be, you got to look at that and, Applaud it. Celebrate yeah. it. Faux show. Still going. Uh, if you like this episode and uh, you want to hear more of it, you can check out all of our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music. I think it's Amazon Podcast. Amazon Music. And uh, everything else. Uh, we all, we're also on Discord. So you can mm-hmm. check us out on our website, wearyourfriends.ca. And uh, we, we got Ari, your friends yeah. on Instagram. You know, yeah. yeah. Just there's a lot, like a lot of things that we put out in there. And we, we we also got dicks. Dicks. I mean, well, you yeah. got dicks. Well, I got look, dicks. Yeah, you got dicks. Yeah. Toby, if you, if you have a drawing of a dick, yeah, yeah, uh, you're very proud of it. You're very proud of it. You want to see it. Uh, 
email even us if, even at, if you don't have it do it right now right yeah. now email us at send yeah. uh, send your dicks at warriorfriends.ca yeah and if it's good enough i'll hang it on my fridge Ooh. Ooh. yeah i'll print it out and i'll put it on my fridge because i'll be very proud of you but if it's not good enough I, i'll let you know oh the hall of dicks the hall of dicks <laughs> adam's gonna hate it <laughs> <laughs> Why are all these dicks on our fridge? (laughs) I'm very proud of them. (laughs) Don't you dare touch them. Take them off. These are my children. (laughs) These are my children. (laughs) I wish I can frame, like, whatever we get, frame them on our wall. The whole wall is full of, like, just, like, dick pictures. Oh, Oh, that'd be so awesome. Dick pics. Uh, but well, but then we wouldn't be able to do a podcast video, like video podcast, if we did that. Because yeah, we're going to get flagged easily. 100% get flagged. For sure. Yeah. For sure. It's just like a bunch of pixelations in the wall. <laughs> All that effort, just to pixelate it. It's like, oh, what are we doing? What are I we mean, doing here? You know what, though? For one episode, it would be kind of funny. So, like, hey, if, you, if y'all if you draw enough dicks, we can, we can do it. We'll make a wall yeah. of dicks. Yeah. Yeah. What is going on? <laughs> We're so focused on. Oh my gosh. As we should be. <laughs> well. Yeah. You yeah. want you want to take us home? Yeah, I, I guess so. You Country know. Road. I mean. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> to a page. West Virginia. Oh, the, oh, Virginia, Virginia. I thought it was. Oh. I thought it was virg- vagina the whole time. Oh. Anyway. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Thank you guys for listening. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you guys had fun. And uh, remember, you're never alone drawing. Because, because we're, we're your friends. friends. Hey. Poopy. Bye. <laughs>